Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Legion 99 podcast, your source for the latest tactics, news, battle reports, hobby talk, and general Legion chatter. And welcome back, everybody, to the Legion... Legion... Mother... (laughs) (laughs) That's the outtake. (laughs) Hello, loyal Legion 99 listeners. Welcome back to Legion 99. (laughs) Your Star Wars Legion podcast. That's right. Yeah, yep. we've uh, we've recently rebranded on a lot of our social media platforms. Um, so if you are searching for us on Spotify, Apple Music, Google, etc., um, it's now going to be uh, your Star Wars Legion podcast after the Legion ninety nine. So hopefully we show up better. Um, apparently the metadata doesn't do its job, so we had to change <laughs> the title. But we have a ton of stuff to talk about this week, including for once like seven bullet points of news. What? <laughs> Yeah. yeah right <laughs> we yeah. haven't had like four pieces of news over the last three months yeah, and now we've got a lot so we're going to talk about the news a little bit um we've got some some information about amg specifically we'll talk about some of the upcoming events that are going to be going on in the tournament scene locally for nick and i um rumor has it we have some new units to talk about i don't uh-huh. know droids seem kind of fun and Two of the three of us here are droids players. So. Roger, Roger. <laughs> we'll probably spend too much time talking about them. And then we're going to end with a little bit on the state of the gun line, because as we'll talk about with some of these new droid units, uh, that might be a viable oops, archetype, we'll say, for the CAS going forwards. And we'll close out with some luxury or necessity, because people seem to enjoy that last time. It's fun to debate. Yeah. Uh, I am joined, as always, by Keegan and Nick. And how are you guys doing today? I'm doing great. And I'm doing great yeah. as always. Yeah. All right. Apparently, Happy I'm going to be here. I'm bringing the energy today. Okay. No, I'm painting oh, and playing and doing everything. It's great. I'm very excited, though. We got a lot to talk about. This is going to be a yeah. fun episode. Let's, uh, let's dive right in with the news from the FF or AMG live stream last yeah. Friday. Oh, <laughs> just die hard. It's, yeah, um, that we have a new lead developer for Star Wars Legion, and that's going to be Will Pagani. Yeah, he is currently right. the lead dev for atomic mass games uh marvel crisis protocol and has worked on war machines in the past that according to board game geek are rated pretty highly so (laughs) that bodes well for the future and we saw him on the last mini extravaganza right yes we did he participated in a lot of the things out there so yeah i'm looking i'm looking forward it's it's a great sign that we have the clear uh clarity of who's owning it and with that kind of a background uh both the war machine and the marvel, marvel crisis protocol it's a great great promising future for uh for what what can come to legion I'm excited about that speaking of mini extravaganza uh they just announced this their the second mini extravaganza that they promised us they did promise this and they are <laughs> so we we're getting it i'm very excited that was a lot of fun last time um Absolutely. september 9th through the 11th so that's a uh, thursday friday saturday i believe i think so yeah. Yep. Um, uh, I'm excited because uh, that's that we we record every other weekend, so we'll be able to record after that. <laughs> have a, probably some new stuff to talk about. I imagine. Um, yeah. The last I one was wait. great. They yep. they get we got some, a ton of great previews. We got the really close up look at Yoda uh, last time, as well as yeah. a number of other pieces that I'm completely blanking on, but yep. excited about. So. And that like that covers x-wing and armada too and i think this mm-hmm. one's going to also cro- cover uh, crisis protocol so i imagine mm-hmm. that they've got they always like whenever they have like the big the big preview weekends and stuff they always like dump a whole lot of stuff so i'm excited yeah does this yeah. mean we finally get our new imperial assault set 
<laughs> they did announce that uh um well i can't remember his name but they they have a lead developer for x-wing and armada as well but they didn't say anything about imperial assault so i think it's officially dead yeah. uh the gentleman that will be heading uh x-wing and armada his last name is plumber um, yeah. i apologize that i do not know his first name i couldn't find him on a lazy google search i don't think he listens <laughs> to us anyway so that's probably okay. well, he does. if you do please Maybe. reach out i'd love to love to chat with you yeah definitely Absolutely. Um, yeah, if, if they follow the format that they did for the last mini extravaganza, we should get like the next wave because oh, at the sure. last one, yeah. that's where they kind of announced that there'd be some Kashyyyk things coming mm-hmm. forward with Yoda. They talked about the new Wookiees and then, uh, is it Lions Rampart ended up dropping the distributor leaks like two weeks later. Uh, <laughs> I think we yeah. also, we did see some concept art that kind we of saw... the other stuff too. So it yeah, wasn't a we huge... Saw announcement steal <laughs> i think we saw the command card art some of the like the the one oh, from the sure. snail tank the mm. wookie card that has the uh snail tank on it specifically it's oh, true. It's like oh yeah it's definitely coming it's pretty cool um <laughs> i imagine i also wonder because that lion rampart leak had the nr99 tank the snail tank and then it also has something support something craft uh, it's like the clone trooper support yeah, um, this, yeah, something like that. Uh, oh, yeah. They haven't been revealed yet officially by AMG, so I wonder if they save those to be revealed there and then maybe tease like the next... The Fluttercraft has. The Fluttercraft has. I really hope that we're not waiting six more weeks to find that stuff out because of everything that's been spoiled. We, we've we seen the models for the uh, the Fluttercraft. We've seen the... Mo- and then we know that the, um, the, the Spider Droids are coming. Yeah. So hopefully we don't have to wait six weeks for that because they've been pumping out spoilers pretty pretty regularly over the last yeah. month or so. We're going to talk about a few of them soon. Yep. Moving uh, on to some basic housekeeping. <laughs> um, we are going to have the signups, and I'm saying we because Keegan and I are involved in the back room, for Invader League Season 7. Uh, that's going to start on August 16th. Um, that's going to be this coming the, Monday. So the day you're the, listening to this. The probably. day you're listening to this. <laughs> so hopefully it hasn't filled up yeah. by now because it tends to fill up rather quickly. Um, but that's going to start. Uh, Keegan and I are both judging and mm-hmm. on the map team. So, mm-hmm. uh, hey, exciting, guys, exciting maps what time does that does the sign up start? Uh, it looks I... like it's 11 a.m. PST. Oh, that's like two o'clock. I should be home from work by then. Perfect. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah I will. I'll post a link to that in the show notes here. So if you want the actual details um, in case I misled you, it'll be there for you. And for any of our listeners who are new to Invader League, uh, don't worry if you miss the if you if you miss getting into the initial. I think it's like 192. Or something yeah, 192. Uh, definitely still sign up. Get on the waitlist. They always go deep into the waitlist. I think last year we ran out of our waitlist. Actually, uh, we did run out of our waitlist <laughs> so, last year, and we had to so, drop. We had to go to like buys and drops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So definitely, definitely keep signing up, even if you are just learning about Invader League uh, through our podcast and listening to it later in the week. <laughs> Yeah, which, speaking of which, I should say what Invader League is, is it's an online tabletop simulator Star Wars Legion tournament mm-hmm. that 192 players are divided up into pods of six. Top two from each pod will make it out and then play a round of 64 single elimination tournament to decide the winner. And this year we're doing list locking. Yeah. yeah. So for your round <laughs> robin, you are going to have to lock in a list beforehand. So uh, in the past, we've had some some flexibility yeah. that you can basically play whatever the fuck you want. And so you mean <laughs> now you have to make a choice. You mean I can't flex uh, my last game of the pod against Keegan into five B twos? Uh, no, you cannot. <laughs> I can't. Okay. No. You just have to do it from the outset. 
Yeah, darn. yeah. I, I, I hear I hear B2s are terrible now, so you don't want to yeah. you know commit to that early. Oh yeah, we're going to talk about that later about how bad they are. Yeah, I'm only playing four of them. Yeah, me me and Mike just bought our fourth sets. Oh my gosh. Oh man. But yeah. we also um, have the Yavin Vase Team League still going. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> playing in the champion circle here, we just clinched third spot for the round robin phase that just ended and we've got two more rounds of playoffs to go so hoping to take home that gold prize there but we'll stay stay up um congratulations on staying in there with your with your secondary team you got promoted to uh, yeah thank you yeah you're welcome uh, nick and i are having a, a tournament september the 18th it's going to be the third saturday of that month at showcase comics in swarthmore um we'll yeah. have the facebook page linked to that as well if anyone was at Atlantic City Open or saw the pictures of the terrain, that's the stuff that's actually going to be there. So come play on some legit tables, have a and good time. More, because I've been like upgrading those tables that were there and uh, got some new surprises coming. <laughs> they are glorious. Uh, yeah. We have the SoCal Open coming up as well in October. Keegan, I think you have the dates for that, right? Uh, it is the second to last weekend of October. I feel like the 23rd is one of them. Um, All right. I, I can look very quickly. Uh, I'm super excited about this because this yeah. is uh, a lot more local to me. Yeah, 22nd, 23rd, 24th. Um, uh, I'll go into the format in just a second. Uh, it's going to be down in San Diego at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Uh, there's a convention space there. Uh, tickets are on sale now. I don't know if they're sold out or not, but one there's of the most exciting. Mm-hmm. I was just looking yesterday. Awesome. Um, so this is another FLG event, and this is this is really kind of uh, exciting as as we're starting to ramp into the Legion tournament circuit is is getting back online with real life Legion coming out, uh, and ACO and LSO were, were big parts of that, and and SoCal opens the next big one for this. Uh, I can promise, uh, not unlike ACO, that prize support is going to be fantastic. Uh, and I'm not just pitching the six of supply stuff. The the organizers have leaked uh, and spoiled some of the amazing card art and, uh, yeah. and, and, and pluses <laughs> on there. I'm like um, I'm a sucker for all our cars, even unofficial ones. So I'm real sad that I don't get to go to this one. Um, yeah, I don't, it yeah. seems unlikely I'll be able to go, but uh, you guys should all go and go hang out with Keegan and those guys in <laughs> California, where it's probably nicer than where you are now. <laughs> yeah, San Diego. If it, I think there's about two weeks a year that it's not 70 degrees and sunny, so yeah, it's, it's tough to beat. <laughs> oh. uh, the format is uh, going to be uh, inspired by the success of Lone Star Open, so it's going to be uh, the the tournament, the the 800 point tournament is Saturday and Sunday. I do believe they're doing. A a skirmish tournament on friday yeah but it's going to be the probably 64 on saturday and then there will be a redemption bracket uh on sunday as well so lots of games guaranteed to get in uh for anyone who makes it out um anything else on that i think that's pretty great burritos down there best burritos of my life are in san diego so <laughs> if you're looking for <laughs> yeah, making this decision any easier i'm yeah. still yeah. on the fence yeah. about trying to make it out. <laughs> Uh, and then it's like it's our... on my radar it's on my radar of keeping an eye on uh on airfare things but nice. Nice. um uh so more locally to me and mike um uh packs unplugged have gotten like confirmation that that should be happening sometime in december um we are planning on doing a star wars legion event uh not unlike the one we did that i did two years ago except it'll have much better terrain um it'll probably be a free event that's attached to you buying a convention pass but if you're unfamiliar with packs 
Uh, they usually do, they have like large uh, video game conventions. Uh, PAX Unplugged is specifically a board game and tabletop convention. Um, they focus mm-hmm. on like, you know, that stuff. So the stuff that you're obviously already into. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun even to just like spend a day or two walking around the show floor, demoing games, playing. There's plenty of play space, but uh, I don't have details on when the, what day the event would be. But um, as soon as I do, I'll obviously let everybody know. Um, yeah, the the website for PAX is actually up. To, up yeah. If you just uh, search PAX Unplugged on Google, uh, Philly, it'll come up. There is no date on their website yet for anything. Um, but last year, it was the second weekend of December a couple of years ago, yeah. and it was like 50 bucks to get in for the entire convention. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't be too far off there. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of fun to you know come in for the weekend. It's in a It's in like Center City, so it's not like you know you're gonna get in a lot of trouble out there. But, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> however, um, also, uh, I have been speaking to the, uh, the organizer for Atlantic city open and, uh, I did get confirmation that it's happening again. Um, awesome. and I'm planning on doing the same format that Lone Star did and they're doing for SoCal because it was so popular. So, uh, I've got a lot of work ahead of me, um, get a hold of, I got a, get a hold of some more tables, but, uh, I'm sure that, I'm sure that the community will help bail me out on that one. I don't know that I can come up with like another 16 tables on my own. I, I have, co- I have confidence in you. That's... Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm real excited for, for everything coming up, even though it's so far away, but you never know. Be right around the corner before you know it. Yeah. And before we shift into our bat rep section, uh, we do want to plug turn zero lists. Um, we've had some great feedback recently and people trying to, to get on there as well. Mm-hmm. So we have, what, like 11 episodes in the bank still. Keegan, you've been on I, fire recently. I, so <laughs> you guys, if you guys do want to come on, um, please feel free to reach out to any of us yeah. on Facebook, on Discord, and we'll, we'll set something up. Yeah, Keegan Absolutely. doesn't. Keegan loves recording them, and we love keeping him busy. So <laughs> oh, He tells us he does. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I, I absolutely enjoy it. It's it's. And as we've kind of started to get more critical mass of uh, the community reaching out, it's been even more fun. Uh, I, I was yeah. probably peeking out with how many how many different versions of lists can Mike, Nick, and Josh. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> that aren't double A T, but uh, no, I've got I've got some great ones, both general from the community. Uh, you can check out what's already been released. We've also we also have a series around um, LSO participants, yeah. uh, and we have a few more of those coming out soon. Yeah, I've enjoyed listening to those. Um... And the little collaboration with the Outriders. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Those guys were great. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you I haven't still, caught, I still uh, listen, so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. If you haven't caught uh, the, our last Outriders, I think it was this last Wednesday, uh, John Archiquette, uh, the original Wookiee, uh, yep. <laughs> talks, talks about what Wookiees he's excited about. Uh, one, uh, absolutely one of my favorite episodes to record. So. It's all the Wookiees. He's excited for all the Wookiees. It's basically, yeah. He, 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 when I asked him the, yeah. the stock question about how do you start your list building, he said, well, <laughs> it's a very refined process of I put three sets of Wookiees in and then go from there. Gets the job done. Uh, two years it ago, does, it was it crazy. Now it's absolutely uh, almost the same thing I do. <laughs> two right. years ago, I almost ripped the arms off of my like, box yeah, scoreline at yeah. LVO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he he knew Wookiees two years ago. It, uh, he crushed me at an RPQ, uh, and so the the new Wookiee heyday is is just right. It's wonderful for him. So it's great to see. Oh, man, Wookiees. 
Uh, Nick, Speaking of Wookiees, we... I think we have some battle reports. Yeah, Nick, you, <laughs> sure you can do. play the game, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wookiees ripped the arm off of me, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was a there was Wookiee arm there was arms being ripped off. There was a, a Sabine <laughs> trying to dark saber some more Wookiees. Oh, there yeah. was a, yeah. uh yeah, uh we did play a game on TTS uh, mm-hmm. uh last week, I guess. Um it, Yeah, uh it it was a game you play I played <laughs> I've been practicing dub, a lot of double A five, getting ready for Invader League um you know it's not really a it's really won't be a spoiler if you when we lock lists and i'm playing double a five so that's true um <laughs> but uh yeah the one i've been playing is has had three wookie warriors with bowcasters it's uh it's fairly disgusting um the a5 is just like it enables all kinds of nonsense um keegan what was your list i was running what a, a iteration of my random hero hammer stuff i think it was lando han oh it was my yeah. uh lando mando hando list so <laughs> lando han sabine uh i'm glad we're not recording video because mike's face just like judged me hard there uh <laughs> <laughs> <R2. just> <laughs> um smattering of uh naked rebel troops uh what else did i have uh oh a t47 um yeah, you had Rebel Veterans. There was HQ uplinks, I think, too. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. So I've got the Rebel Veterans. There was, there, oh, was the, right. uh, yeah. there was the Lando one pip uh, into uh, into two fire supports that uh, yep. really injured some things. But yep. it ultimately yeah. should should have done more. Wished had done had done more. Um, yeah, yeah I, I've been playing around with that concept. I do love the command card shenanigans I can do with Lando and Han, especially with uh, Vets and the fire support. I want to get Sabine on the table. I like her a lot um t47 is a beast uh the list actually does okay on order control i just played it terribly and made terrible decisions uh uh like taking my best uh melee impact pierce uh unit and instead of going after wookies coming out of buses or the buses themselves i i I turned her and chased down a heavily wounded uh pair of wookies on the completely outside of the uh (laughs) of the important parts of the terrain so yeah, uh, the game kind of took a turn when I was able to take his <laughs> T forty seven off the table uh, early round two. I think like yeah, yeah, before it could activate, and then it's like it sort of it's like oh, and then Wookies pile out of this bus and kill and shoot at Han, and then the Wookies mm-hmm. pile out of this bus and kill some vets, and it's like yeah. well, that's 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 it. I think yep. we didn't we didn't finish the game, but it was a uh, oh, it was finished. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few yeah. games like that recently. Um, but yeah. Yeah, uh, my biggest lesson was if I'm going to bring uh, in, in this world of buses and Wookies and all the other great stuff that's going on, if I'm going to bring Jank, I better know what the hell I'm doing. And I, mean, and I definitely didn't in that game. So. We're talking about like we both brought lists and like a lot of that stuff in your list was really good. Uh, I mean, like there's one piece in there that's like probably shouldn't be there, but <laughs> Han should be a bus. what Han should be a bus. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Almost can, certainly. Can Han be a bus? Uh, yes, they're like the same freaking points. Isn't Han like a hundred points? Oh, He's God. like a hundred or a hundred and ten. Uh, probably. You can make not. a pretty loaded bus for one ten. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's like uh, he's a hundred. You just yeah. can't. You just can't take the enormous gun. <laughs> you can take. Uh, you can take the tactician, and then you can take either. And that list probably wants the backworld medic. I think. Yeah. Yeah, because you have like you have valuable wounds there with like uh, Sabine and lando but here's my two problems then i would a have to build the bus and b most importantly i lose my alliteration of the title 
it's <laughs> <laughs> true um you could just do lando yeah. mando go for a bus ride yeah or go for a bus break yeah well, uh, how right. many yeah it's uh, it, it's it does it it's fine all right. en- um, enough yeah. depressing me over this what's next sorry <laughs> <laughs> other uh, other better battle reports <laughs> sure i got to play my i guess first round of the playoffs for Gavin base team league we were in a winner go home round seven um i got to play against doc bellow from the louis vuittontons out in seattle um that's actually streamed on Yavin base's twitch so if you want to go watch a couple of people think that i have no chance in the game and then walk out winning it um, you can listen to them tell me that. For Humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> no, we played a, a clone mirror. I had like traditional Rexstar with some environmental gear versus his double clone commander eleven activation spam, and um, Rex was able to to make some plays towards the end to kind of flip the entire game on its head, uh, and, and that was a lot of fun. But the main important thing there is um, watch the vod because it's it's fairly short. I think endless actually cleans up a lot of the dead time in between. And it'll be way better at explaining what goes on than me. But it's six rounds of slow intercept before a an explosive turn six with Call Me Captain, is what I'll say. And nice. while you're there, you should also check out treat1.org, which is the um, foundation that Doc Doc Paul does for uh, childhood cancer research. Um, so they're doing donations for pediatric cancer right now. So if you're over there and you've got a, you know, a little bit of something lying around on the side where we're doing donations for the rest of the team league season. We're trying to trying to raise a couple hundred dollars just to make a, a little donation in Legion's name there. So it would be really cool if you check that out. That's awesome. God damn it. I can replace Han with the bus with the medic tactician <laughs> and back. reckless driver and uh, only lose three points off my bid. Yep. <laughs> And I give a stick R2 in the bus. I don't even need a weapon on it. God damn. Uh, for, no. for anybody for anybody that, you know, can't see this because it's just audio, Keegan is crying tears of pain right now. <laughs> He's become what he's fought so hard against. <laughs> no, I'm still not building the damn thing yet. You don't have to. Uh, I can do it for you. Yeah. What did you say? <laughs> yeah, here, send me yours. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, should. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we've we've pattered enough. Should we dive into these these I new droid so, cards? Yeah, yeah. We've, made every, we've made everyone wait for the the real content, so let's do it. Hey, there's twelve <laughs> minutes of news. That's a that's a that good was, thing. Yeah, that was a great. It was longer in our battle reports. Take we like to keep them brief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's start with the uh, the Magna guards. Yeah, Last that was time, spoiled almost two it's weeks old ago. News, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we're still going to talk about it. God damn it. Because we, <laughs> yeah, we haven't yet. And it's, yeah. and it's ridiculous. Our opinions are valid. <laughs> yeah, I think instead of going over like the nitty gritty details, yeah. because it's it's been out in the wild for a couple weeks now, um, yeah. I think we can just kind of talk about some of the keywords and what we think they're going to do for the droids, right? Mm-hmm. Like, personally, this is another melee weapon that actually has some, some play outside of just being a beat stick. They do have the AI move and they have charge, so... In right. combination with the retinue, yeah. even if they're AI triggers, they're still probably getting a dodge, or they're, I'm sorry, they're still probably getting an aim for their yeah. charge. Like, yeah, it's really that AI bad. doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's what? like, oh, no, AI Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes when you're playing guards, sometimes you accidentally, like, you're, like, a couple millimeters off from your, like, cohesion for your range one for your commander. But retinue's range two. So if you're, like, an inch or two off, you're still fine. You're still going to get that free token. Damn. But, uh, I mean... These guys are really good. I cannot yeah. wait to get my hands on a couple boxes of these and put these on the table. Mm. Yeah. 
so between retinue and the guardian specific to commander yeah. ranks what what do you guys as um experienced droid players see this pairing with the best how are you setting this up i think they're going to go best personally with one of the units that we're about to talk about and that's okay. uh kraken one of the okay. super tactical droids at 72 points they're i mean they're not they're not cheap, but they're not like out of this world expensive. You can still get some some pretty good value out of them at like eighty points with tenacity and into the fray because they have two training slots. So they can be that melee beat stick, and they have to take four wounds before they lose more than two dice. Yeah, they've got red saves and immune melee pierce. It's not going to be easy to do. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, these go ahead. But finish. I think they're just a, still a little too expensive to pair with Grievous and and Dooku unless oh, really? they get okay. a points cut themselves. Okay. Because this is just the naked guard, and they do have the option. They'll have three options for a heavy weapon that we see as a generic uh, an RPS in this whip that we haven't seen yet. So there's, based on the rest of the droid faction, probably a possibility <laughs> we're taking one of these heavies. And if you're talking about now a closer to a you know a hundred point mini, going alongside your two hundred to two hundred and thirty point mini, that's mm. that's that's a lot. Yeah. I think it's just going to be a little too expensive to be consistent to hit the ceiling that we need. That's fair. I, I am tempted to wonder, and again, not having seen any of these uh, heavy weapons, if the naked three guard unit is, I mean, Guardian 2 for Commander, Guardian 2, like, you put two of these next to Dooku in a totally thematic thing, you're giving Dooku essentially four more wounds on the mm -hmm. way in. Uh, Every turn. Yeah. That, uh, that's something. What do you think about running Protector on these guys? Which is the spoiled Guardian upgrade crits. card that once per turn you can treat incoming hit or incoming crits as hits for the purpose of Guardian. Uh, great, great in smaller dice pools. So uh, especially for the first couple of rounds of movement in, I think they're they're going to be great on protecting against that. That's but that's my general stance on Protector. Um, if you're if you're running these guys for the Guardian, I think it's probably a great great thing just to give yourself that extra insurance um what i mean are you putting tenacity on these i think i'm putting tenacity on them okay i think so, so tenacity or into the fray or both so that's the question is are you going to want into the fray over protector i think in my play style probably not yeah if you play in a meta where you have a lot of like arc strikes or bx uh strike teams though it mm -hmm. might be worth considering if you do want to run one of these expensive force users mm-hmm yeah, just yep. because those are smaller pools, and if they're just trying to, you know, force a crit or two through, I'd much rather roll that save or take the auto wound on, like my IG one hundred versus my Count Dooku. Totally. Um, cool. <clears throat> I'm real. I'm real excited for these guys. I've been waiting for these guys for a long time. Um, I I disagree a little bit <laughs> with the initial. Nice. Like, I mean, no, I don't disagree. Yes, it is like pairing them with Dooku is is, is expensive. Um, and we haven't seen the heavies yet to really know exactly like how that's going to work. Like an RPS is such an odd choice for a unit like this. Yeah. <laughs> it feels really weird. Um, we we kind of know what the RPS is going to be because every RPS well, yeah, in Legion, and we have three of them already, has been the same profile of range two to four and a rainbow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. impact too. Yeah. The, the cost um, has been different and like the ones that aren't on the land speeder have cumbersome. So yeah. I think it's a pretty safe bet that we're going to get a rainbow yeah i mean a lot of people are speculating that like the the whip will probably give immobilize and that makes a whole lot of sense um i, I mean like not. if you could spam <laughs> three of them that seems a little good 
that's really expensive though for like such a i don't know if, if they don't maybe it may be immobilized if it hits them and does damage I don't yeah know. i mean you can fit five yes, v2s crack it in three of those <laughs> Yeah, we we've looked. <laughs> we looked. Um, I think that like Dooku is really close to be like Dooku is still very viable. Like everything in the droid army is like viable. Um, but like this is probably going to support Dooku really well. Grievous, uh, Grievous is still sad that he can't take force powers. Uh, Dooku gets to take three, and he gets to refresh two of them around. Uh, these guys are probably going to pair really well with Dooku. Uh, I mean, they can't not. 72 points, maybe you don't take a heavy weapon with you them if you're playing Dooku. Uh, maybe they don't need it. We'll see what the heavy weapons actually do. Um, I'm interested. There's a generic. That's like the first time we've seen that in something outside of a, like outside of a core, like basically a personnel. Um, so I'll be interested to see how that's priced, how the heavies are priced. But uh, I mean, these guys are like, they're, they're guards. Their job is to guard. But like you could, you know, they're going to be excellent at tar pitting things um immune melee pierce like just baked into them is super excellent because you know they can just tie up like if you know you're for if you bring a force user that doesn't have force push or disengage like they're just gonna like you know tie you up for like three rounds and yeah. probably not die i think you touched um, on a really good point there they're guards but they're not imperial royal guards yeah. like they these are going to fill a very different role where the irg keep the entire army humming mm-hmm. i think these guys are going to guard your commander more yeah. More in like an aggro sense where like you just mentioned, they're gonna tarp at the units around them. And with charge and unhindered, if Dooku pops first to speed, they can keep up with Dooku. I mean they'll be yeah. like two inches behind, but they're they're right there in the fight mm-hmm. in that range one. So it's it's gonna play a little bit differently to the IRG, I think, but I feel like they're always about two inches behind anyways in the uh uh in the movies too. So Yeah, they were that, that track. <laughs> I, I just want to kind of emphasize something that's really, I also see is really cool for the game about this is using little tweaks to existing keywords to give some cool variety. So we'd seen retinue and guardian uh, in their general senses and retinue name for, for specific named uh, individuals, having it on a, on a rank is a cool bit of flexibility to, to those keywords. I really like how that kind of uh, just shakes it up a little bit. I'm sad they don't have a gear slot, though, because I actually think Ascension <laughs> Cables and these guys would be really good. Scaling Magna Guard seems like both kind of thematic and also pretty useful for some of the things that they do here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> unfortunately, they don't have a yeah. gear, so. But they do have a comms jammer slot, a.k.a. a comms slot. And I'm kind of of the opinion that like, if you are if you are going to run Dooku and you're going to run like a Magna or two naked next to him, mm-hmm. If you throw a comms jammer on these guys, that's going to be a hell of a ball for your opponent to disengage because nothing around Dooku is going to get in order. So you're going to be relying on a pool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really If we were talking about Protector for five points, maybe you run something like Into the Fray or Tenacity and then a comms jammer for the same cost, Mm -hmm. 81 points, and that's just going to be a disruptive piece of shit for your opponent to deal with. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. You know what else is disruptive? These new super tactical droids, and we got three yep. of them. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's basically everything Kernick wishes he was. <laughs> Just better. I love. I'm sad that they are all unique, and you can only take one super tactical droid. As a non-droid player, I am delighted at that fact. I'm very. That's a good balance choice. 
So, yeah, uh, yeah. I let's kind of I'll, I'll briefly go over these here. So we got spoilers for the new super track, super tactical droid commander unit for the Separatists. Yeah, we do know that they're going to have three command cars coming with them. Um, we saw the title for the one pit, but we haven't seen any of the the text or the info, other than it's something about suffering on the one pip and it's got really cool art. So yeah, hopefully it's good. <laughs> because um, they know what we like. <laughs> yes, they do know what we like. We like actual art that we can buy and hang on the walls. <laughs> um, so they came with three variants, essentially. All of these super tactical droids are unique. So like Nick mentioned, you cannot put two of them in a single army. Yeah. And we have a super tactical droid generic version. We have Kalani, who I believe was in Clone Wars. Kalani might have been the one that was also in um, Rebels. Or one of them was Rebels, so one of them. There was a there was a tactical droid that was in an episode of Clone Wars and then was also in an episode of Rebels. Oh, I'm it was not, the same one. I believe he was in both, but he was okay. only in the Clone Wars for like a second or Got like it. a scene. But he was like a focus of like you know the last battle. I think was the episode of Rebels. Gotcha. Where like he they like staged a battle against like the Jedi and the clones. It was like yeah, well, they they found a <laughs> Zeb uh, was their prisoner. <laughs> Yeah, it was basically the story of the of the lone survivor who was hiding in caves for years after the war was over now i know why i stopped watching that show but that was a good good episode so we have we have the kalani variant and then we have the kraken variant yeah uh all three of them do some different things that we'll go over but all three of them do share a smattering of new keywords and they are override strategize and reinforcements yeah nick where do you want to start with that uh override <laughs> uh hey are you sad that your droidicas and your bx droids can't do what they want oh well put them within with put them within range of a super tactical droid with override and then they can do whatever the hell they want to do when they want to do it and so override override when a friendly unit at range x activates you may gain one suppression token if you do that unit ignores ai during its activation x is the range so kraken has override two and the regular super tactical droid has override one so override two that's a large range band uh so your bx droids just got a huge buff if you were taking snipers because now they can effectively like you know as long as they're relatively close to their commander or the spotter is like they can aim before they can ignore that awful ai dodge move um so bad <laughs> yeah that basically makes them like really hard to play um or really hard to be effect like you know they're not they're not always going to do a wound and now like they're likely going to be able to like wound things uh droidicas were another one that like really are punished for that ai because it's ai move or attack and they don't they really like to aim with that like die pool um so now they can totally do whatever they want um <laughs> it's uh, really excellent it's uh, also it really... a little bit of a buff to the b2s because it yeah. kind of brings them down in price that yeah. instead of running the the t-series tactical droid on every single yep. one you could potentially just throw a generic b2 battle droid in there save seven points and mm-hmm. gain a wound yeah i think that's probably and like I mean, we are we should go over like at us after we go through these new unique these new keywords like we can go over the units, but like Kraken in particular is like really offensively focused. Otherwise, like you know he's got some really killer die pools here for his attacks, but uh, so he's gonna be he's gonna want to get into the thick of it. But uh, yeah, override really just kind of like it. It's sort of like makes AI matter a little bit less, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. which feels 
kind of it, it's kind of i don't know we'll have to i like I, I have we haven't played any of these yet so we don't really know but it feels like they do have to take a suppression token i don't know they're a droid trooper yeah uh, it's really good it's yeah. really good i think i think it we definitely feel like we're taking this whatever sting was in ai out a little bit i do i do like that there's some balancing that you have to do around uh because it's you still, can do it yeah. you can do it a couple of times to gain yeah. suppression but if if, well, if if the opponent also has that super tactical droid in range then they can throw some extra suppression on there and you can, you can hit that as a uh, as a sabine player mm-hmm. uh, you can hit that for suppression pretty fast if you're not doing it right yeah uh, and all these guys are interesting because, like, they all don't have. There's three new keywords, and they all don't have the same right. three keywords. Yeah. None of them have. I don't think either of them have all three. Correct. No. Um, one of it's like they all have like two of them. Uh, Kalani does not have override, mm-hmm. but he does have three command slots. Yeah. Because, well, like, it's like what? <laughs> yeah. Well- get into get into that in a second yeah um, uh, speaking sorry. of Kalani, they he does have the strategize keyword which yeah. seems kind of like a rebel keyword he and you want to cover, <laughs> cover that one a little bit yeah strategize uh gain one suppression to choose up to x friendly units at range one on Kalani at strategize two uh, uh each chosen unit gains one aim and one dodge token so the super tactical droid is getting the suppression and the targeted unit is getting uh, an aim and a dodge. This is essentially calculate odds, uh, but instead of pissing everyone off and scaring them like Tupio <laughs> does, uh, it's actually inspiring confidence and just working the, working the yeah. circuits of the, uh, the droids. Yes. So uh, I, I, I actually like this conceptually. I like how it is the twist on calculate odds a lot. Um, yeah. I tremble at the uh, <laughs> amount of green tokens. Yeah. Um. Uh. At, at first, I was thinking, oh, at least, uh, at least, well, it doesn't apply to, like, it sometimes does. At least override, you take a suppression, so it strategize is an action. So maybe you can force hard choices there. But then I remember droids don't do that. So... No. <laughs> droids, yeah, don't these these yeah. guys are gonna have to fill one of those training slots with strict orders, or one of the command slots with strict orders. That's a fair. That's a fair. Like point, yeah. otherwise, they're just it's gonna get out of control. Yeah. And, uh, I guess all three yeah. of them have strategize. So. Do they? Oh, yes, right. all of them do. Somehow mm-hmm. Kraken has strategize and override too. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> uh, like for what it's worth, like Kalani doesn't have he doesn't have both of those, which would be probably Banana Land with strategize too. It's yeah. like oh, yeah. but it's like you don't really need override on your VXs if you can just give them aims and nodges. Like they already have an aim. It's yeah, pretty True. good. Last keyword is actually. A new one as well it's called yeah. reinforcements this is totally like fully do like we have we have versions ideas about what the first two kind of drive off of this is yeah. this is like kind of what darkness descends probably should have been but reinforcements oh. reads you may deploy after all units without reinforcements have deployed so the way that this could come up is say you've gotten bold and you're running a nine activation droid list and you've got your opponent's like 11 activation clone list on the other side. You can drop all of your units and then your reinforcement waits until every other unit that doesn't have it is already on the table before deploying. So you've got really safe, effective control. I really hope that this never becomes a thing. Like, this is (laughs) a terrible A force user with reinforcement seems really good. The amount of 
the ceiling for this keyword on yeah. offensively minded units is just bonkers high. And yeah. I really hope that this is like kept to support commanders like we'll talk about. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's a cool keyword. Like I'm not sure like it's not it doesn't like you said, it doesn't like bust up. It doesn't like make Kalani like he's not like he's not cracking who's got right. uh you know, who's got like the the better gun and is obviously a little more offensively focused. It's interesting that it would like it's a new keyword, it's neat. I don't know, like I don't know. It's like I have trouble like figuring out like how good it is um maybe myself like i guess you've thought about i'm just like looking at strategize and override and i'm just like oh my droids do whatever they want now hey (laughs) this guy literally does whatever he wants Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh it's interesting any thoughts there keegan uh re i i like the i like the twist it's gonna give um one of the you know especially for a support commander, keeping them out of, uh, especially these days where we've got T-47s that can hunt them down pretty effectively. Uh, (laughs) You're going to have that perfect knowledge of of where that is. So while it may not make you, it definitely won't make you immune to a dedicated T-47, it certainly will give you a lot better uh, options and understanding. Um, He's he's definitely a unit that wants to still stay relatively close to like his army for like the support purposes. So it's a nice counter to like R2, like also like see the secret mission threat. It's like, that's the point. Yeah. It's like he can wait out. And then it's like, if R2 does go to the other side of the table, you could position him to the very edge of where he needs to be so that he can like, and he does have his gun is range one to three. So, I mean, yeah. And he has sharpshooter too, so he's gonna kill things. Sharpshooter yeah. two. Yeah, sharpshooter two. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, <What>? so <laughs> it's, it's, it's lethal. He needs a name. And strategize two is only range. Strategize only range one. So y- your point about him having to stay close to the army is is big. So yeah, we um, keep talking about these unit cards, so we may as well go over them. Yes. Yeah. Let's start with the generic. We'll get <laughs> into the the specialized. So the super tactical droid is ninety five points. Mm. comes with two command slots a comm slot and a gear slot five health two courage red defense dice surges hit two blacks and melee a red and a white to range three with lethal one comes with strategize one like we just mentioned direct ai unit so instead of just like a droid trooper any unit that has an ai keyword um, at range one to two can receive a free order um, override one and then sharpshooter one mm. so it shoots like a generic Surge's hit, it's got lethal, so if it does have a name, it can take like a strike team model off the table. Seems basically like I kind of joked about at the start, it's essentially like a droid version of Krennic. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a better T series. Better it's a better T series. It's a better T series. Yeah. I don't um, think this unit is gonna see play. No, the other ones are just way better for five more points. <laughs> because it's unique, you can't yeah. run it alongside either the two variants we'll mention yeah. and like We'll, we'll go over the points cost in a second, but it's five points cheaper than the others. I don't I don't think this unit sees play too, too often. Direct AI unit is interesting because there are a lot of units that aren't B1s and B2s. Like the T-Series, like uh, the, the T-Series has has the direct uh, core trooper specifically. Yep. This is interesting. This kind of like, 
there's a lot of AI units and I imagine like, you know, we'll probably see a lot more as we keep going. We haven't seen the spider droid card yet, but um, like essentially this guy, if you want to just like for fun, bring a droid army, this guy can just direct a Magna guard, but I agree. I don't think you're taking him when you can take these other two for five more points that are just like doing cooler things. I don't know. Yeah. He, he's, he basically is designed as kind of the, if you can't decide what you want, um yeah. for if you want to be just totally flexible and you are worried about ai so you want that override then drop him in where mm-hmm. and we'll talk about the other two's kind of focuses and specialties but he's he splits the middle yeah. on all of them yeah he has the two cool new keywords that are super useful and then he has direct and he has sharpshooter yeah. so five points does seem like a low difference yeah <laughs> to make that kind of decision yeah yeah <laughs> i don't think he should be any cheaper for what it's worth no <laughs> no, no 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 yeah <laughs> it should arguably be a couple points more yeah um, Keegan, I... you want to go over kalani sure uh kalani who i did confirm in the background was the super tactical droid from clone wars who then hit out uh on a some planet and was discovered by the rebels in rebels um nick knows uh, his history guys nice, nice job nick <laughs> Uh, super tactical <laughs> droid, unique to the super tactical droid uh, unit name, like uh, like Mike said, hundred points up from the ninety five, three command slots uh, for everything you would ever want to do as a command. Vader uh, has none. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one com slot, uh, which I guess Vader also doesn't have, and a gear. <laughs> Vader a doesn't gear have slot. a gear slot either. This is nope. bullshit. <laughs> Uh, but we're not talking about Vader. Uh, three three command slots, a comm slot, and a gear slot. Uh, he does come with strategize two, meaning he gains one suppression and can give an aim and a dodge to two different units uh, at range one. one. Suppression. Yeah, I had to read that twice when I first saw uh, yeah. That's really I, good. I had to read it twice again just now, including when I first <laughs> so saw it. Take one um, yellow token and you get yeah. I get to give out four green tokens. It's pretty that, good. Uh, that, that one I I start to cry a little in 3P on K2 when I see it uh, <laughs> at that, that level. <laughs> um, uh, K2's an exceptional teamwork. Yeah, I mean, he still gives out four yeah. green tokens. Yeah. For Kala- yeah, okay, so I just cry in 3PO. Yeah. Uh, Kalani uh, also comes with direct AI. Uh, we talked about that, and that's out to range one to two. Uh, he does. He is the only one that comes with reinforcements, so Kalani, as your support guy, is going to be plopped in uh, your... You can choose to. It's also a May. Uh, you can choose to deploy um, after everything's come out. And finally, he brings uh, the, the the wonderful keyword previously held to Leia, Lando, and Padme of Sharpshooter 2. And Boba. Uh, come on. Oh, yeah. And Boba. <laughs> right. Oh, we love Boba. Boba. Um, oh, I skipped over. Uh, still red defense die, five health, two... Yeah courage surges hit no surges to block uh and uh, all these are speed two <laughs> in melee he's a black and a white guy in uh range three he can do black and white with lethal so he has uh he, he's got sharpshooter too but you're gonna have to figure out a way to put an aim on him uh it strategize does say up to two friendly units it does not say another friendly unit so that's how you put yeah, an aim you on just him. give him one <laughs> never mind yeah. <laughs> i'm yeah 
I think it's funny that he hits less hard than the regular tactical droid. <laughs> he's a little more refined. Yeah, yeah, he's a gentleman. If I recall from, especially that Rebels, he's kind yeah. of a pompous ass uh, about yeah, like was. protocol and like pretentiousness. Like he he's like the war wasn't over pretension. yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Which which is a good characterization. I've said it before. I love I love 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 how. Uh, the developers have consistently captured mm-hmm. theme of characters in yeah. in their uh, stats. So. It's really cool. I think Kalani is uh, going to be really interesting supporting a droid gun line we'll talk about. Yeah. And yeah. one of the things that reinforcements is probably going to be useful for is with three command slots, you can throw like Vigilance on here, kind of spread out oh, your gun sure. line a little bit, and then drop sure. him on the side that your opponent has loaded up more of so that at the start of the turn you pop out those two dodges and if they're spent they're spent to save wounds and if they're not they're staying there i like that that strategize can really multiply especially with three slots you've got there's no choice yeah or there's no decision you have the choice to do whatever you want yeah the who how many commanders even have two like leia there's a good Fierce. there's a good number by this point does krennic have two or does he have one uh krennic does have two because yeah, i used to run a strict in at it's neat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's he seems really interesting. He's not the one I'm excited for, though. No, that's Kraken. Let's talk about Kraken, Nick. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I guess I'll just take it. Uh, yeah. Do it. Yeah. Uh, super tactical droid Kraken. Uh, he has. He comes in at 100 points. Um, just like Kalani, he has two command slots. He has a training slot. Um, he has a comm slot and he has a gear slot. Sorry, Vader. Um. He has strategize one for an action. He has charge. He has override two. And he has sharpshooter two. Uh, these guys are good shots. Uh, five health, two courage. Uh, this one surges to crit instead of hit. Um, and for his uh, attack profiles, he has his ranged attack profile is one to three. Two black dice, pierce one. So he does not have lethal and he has an upgraded gun. And for his uh, melee profile, he has four red. And it, he is overwhelmed, just like our buddy uh, Chewbacca, um, and lethal one. So uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, he's definitely a lot more offensively focused. Uh, he doesn't like he doesn't get to direct, but he does still have strategize and override. This is probably the one I'm taking like nine times out of ten, until I at least I get a feel for him. Um, he seems like he is a. Uh, a, a Swiss Army knife of a unit. Um, he can really do a whole lot. Uh, he just doesn't have that third. Tr- he doesn't have like that third uh, command slot or the direct that the regular super tactical droid has. I'm interested to see how a super tac- how Kraken and two Magnas matches up with Maul in a single T series because they're almost the same amount of points. And if you look at a lot of the, the mall archetypes we've been staring at, if you swap out the probe droids mall in a T-series for Kraken, two Magna, and another Sniper, that's another activation and a lot more wounds. So that's yep. that's going to be an interesting variant, especially yeah. with three melee pieces there. Yeah, he's going to melt in melee to any lightsaber because he doesn't have any kind of pierce mitigation. Like mm-hmm. he do- And I'm glad he doesn't, you know, like they. I don't want him to slap impervious on something just because they want to get in melee or something like that. He shouldn't have that. But like, it's like, yeah, if he goes in and fights like, you know, Vader or Luke, he's going to just die. <laughs> but 
um, he can go in there and like lethal one on four red dice and he can take tenacity for, I mean, you're probably not putting tenacity on him. You're probably putting endurance, but, uh, just to keep suppression off of him. But, uh, I'm really, I'm really excited for this one here. He kind of strikes me like a pissed off K2. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, they'll yeah. probably play very yeah. similarly. He's yeah. kind of aggressive. He's got charge. They have the same melee mm-hmm. and, with sharpshooter two pierce one on two black dice that surge crit, he's going to do a similar amount of damage mm-hmm. to K two, especially when K two is not like fully he's, tokened up. He yeah. hits almost as hard as Lando. He like, hits as hard as Operative close. Vader with tenacity. <laughs> I meant at range. I was like specifically like yeah yeah like his gun is only slightly worse than Lando's, but he has sharpshooter two and surge crit still. Mm-hmm. It's uh, gross. Yeah. This is going to be, I think, the the all star of this. Of the variants here, yeah, just I don't with think the flexibility bad, that he but... gives you, because we'll talk about the the gun lines in a probably probably in like a minute now. But yeah. um, you can run like a super tactical droid kraken, six B twos, and three snipers. Yeah, absolutely, and it fits, and they're yeah, all hot B twos, and you don't wow. need to worry about the AI because yeah. you don't need direct. Yep. That feels gross. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> this guy really unlocks a lot of doors for CIS, and we'll see how many of them are a meme and how many of them are like seriously competitive. But certainly, we joked, I mean, we commented before that everything in CIS is viable, and these guys just blow the doors off of that. There's genuinely nothing in this faction now that you can't put on a table and say, "I have a plan, and I'm going to do something useful yeah. with this unit." It's <laughs> funny. I was playing with one of our locals uh, literally the night before these were revealed. And we were like, he was playing droids and he had some BX droids. Cause like, he's like, man, I really want to find, I really want these guys to be good, but they're not. He's like, you know, every time he's like, they, you know, they can't do what they want. And then literally the next day I'm like, Oh, Hey, look, now they can do whatever they want. Like, uh, yeah. Like BX's big weakness is that they can't aim. And now they can, you can either give them an aim or you can <laughs> just tell them they can ignore their AI, which is enormous. It's also like, not like, it's both. not, <laughs> Yeah, it's not nothing because then they can hit like, you know, they can hit evaporator before they attack. And yep. like, you know, the, it's like the flexibility that override gives you and override two, range one to two. It's like really good. I don't know. This guy feels like a lot better than the other two. Like not a little bit. Like he feels a lot better than the regular and he feels like quite a bit better than Kalani. But I'll definitely try them all. Keegan, I know we've kind of monopolized this part of the conversation there, but you probably have something to add. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't really. You guys covered a lot of it, uh, and I certainly don't have the droid expertise. Um, we've, we've, t- we've joked. I, I've actually managed to build functional armies of all three factions that are not droids so far, and I'm, I'm intimidated as hell to get to get around yeah, to the last bit. I've only uh, made it worse. <laughs> um, but I, I do really like your comparison of um, Kraken to K2. I think that that's a really a really good think way of thinking of it. And I'll be interested to see how I, I like the points about these guys and like large amounts of B2s and unlocking that. Do you ever see yourself pairing these with another commander? Uh, yeah. Guys... Oh, I shouldn't say commander. Um, I'm going to say huh. yes, because I think you could plug Grievous in here as well, but I'm very interested to try this, this guy mall, a number of B2s that now don't need their T series upgrade. Mm-hmm and kind of just plug him into the regular mall b2s archetype because you can cut out the t-series you can cut out some of the the t-series upgrades and make those points up so i'll say yes because i think it would be interesting to put grievous in that position as well Mm -hmm. and we'll 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 kind of see how that works because 
Grievous is a little more expensive than Maul, so you probably have to cut a little bit more. But I, I think he can run side by side with other commanders, though you'll predominantly see him solo, in my opinion. Gotcha. Or with a T series commander, because he doesn't have direct. Yeah, I was oh, gonna sure. say like taking him if you want to just run like a pure like efficient droid only list like mm-hmm. um everything like it's like he like the T series <laughs> can manage the droid the, the, the your B ones like yeah, and then this guy and his, and his minion, can do everything basically. else yeah yeah <laughs> basically like you're in charge of the dopey the dopey one courage B ones and you can take vigilance while I take aggressive tactics and actually lead the army right yeah that's yeah that's pretty helpful. Uh, Nick, I'm going to have to, when we get this box, I'm going to have to run the actual super tactical droid model as like the generic or Kalani and get like an HK-47 for Kraken. Because that's what I think <laughs> of when I see this. Like if you've played Knights of the Old Republic, the the assassin droid that you, you pick up for your party, like if you built him as a unit, this is basically what it would be. Like he just <laughs> yeah, probably. fucks people up and tells yeah. them what to do and takes suppression. So yep. I, uh, I'm going to have to do that, so hopefully whatever TO I play at an event, since there's no AMGOP, will let me use the model. I, I hear the Atlantic City uh, TO is pretty favorable to that kind of thing. Yeah, you can't do that great. We didn't bring him back from Vader. <laughs> <laughs> Oof! <laughs> wow, man, that like that actually hurts. Oh, I lost my right. job. <laughs> it's alright, I got a better job. <laughs> oh, sorry, Nick. No, it's fine. I'm over it now. <laughs> the hurt, the hurt is gone. <laughs> so that basically sums up the the tactical droids here, and we're going to talk about them in a more concrete fashion now because Nick had the brilliant idea of going over a little state of the gunline section for oh, all yeah. the factions because yeah. the gunline has really been thrown into flux by burst of speed AA5s, T47s, and I think we're going to start by saying like, what is a gunline for these purposes of the conversation, and kind of seeing where where they stand yeah who wants to define a gun line i'll let you guys define it because i have a, You're, I have a you very... were the gun line player you were the imperial me? gun line player no mike was no me oh, mike. I'm, yeah. dude, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> i was i was on the okay. boss line and then i have i have such a negative opinion of deadlines but it's probably <laughs> it's probably an unfair because in my mind a gun line is just kind of like hey i've got basic a gun line uh, or you know it's all range units, and I'm just going to set them up where I want them and aim and shoot. For the I think the, the definitions game, which... changed a lot. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. So I think it's really important to redefine that because so, I'm excited for that to be different. Historically, a gun line in Legion has been defined as an army that is predominantly range to three, range three to four shooting, and most of their time is spent getting aim actions, taking shots, and then like trying to just basically table the opponent and score the objectives at the end. You know, it's just it, it's an efficient list that doesn't really do any fancy tricks it's just boring it's easy and it wins nowadays that's shifted a little bit because b2s have entered the fray wookies have entered the fray and there's a lot of armor so for the purposes of today we're going to define a gun line as an infantry focused list that predominantly works around shooting early tabling the opponent through attrition and then scoring objectives late examples being like rex star or a T-21 Stormtrooper Captain spam list that has, like, Iden and Beers in it, or Iden's 333 list with her ISF and Shore Troopers, things of that nature. Um, for things that are examples that are not going to be considered gun lines, triple Wookiees and AA-5s, or double Wookiees AA-5s are not gun lines. Yes, they do some of the similar things where they can sit at range and they can take the pot shots with the aims, but it's not what they're looking to do. They're looking to get in your face, etc., yeah 
I'm going to say that a B2 line, if you're running something like four B2s or five B2s and some steps, we'll kind of leave that one a little bit open to interpretation because you can like recover shoot with them effectively at range three, but it's not their main point most of the time. <laughs> it's a joke because like they yeah. hit almost as yeah. hard as like anything else at range three. Right, because they have blast four yeah. dice. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna like put them on the on the edge here. You know, we'll talk about them a little bit, but I'm not sure that we can explicitly call them a gun line. But let's start with our our droids here with all the new stuff that we got and that's not really been a theme for droids in the past. Like we've had a couple of gun line experimentations, but these super tactical droids are really going to make them viable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah B ones kind of like are super hit super inconsistently. They're often not aiming, not because of AI, just cause like they're normally like somebody sitting in HQ uplink or like, they're just not aiming for them is usually just not efficient because they don't surge their dire. Their dice are generally very swingy. There's only one instance of critical, in any of the guns and it's like a bunch of white dice behind it. So it's not like super great. Um, I, I think the super tactical droid enables like, especially like, all right, specifically droidicas. Droidicas have been outshined by staffs. Staffs are cheaper. They're argue They have the, they have the order control that droidicas don't. Um, but the bigger issue with droidicas is, is that they can't aim and that die pool is really good on paper until you realize they don't surge and they don't have aims. So now they can kind of ignore that. And now it's like you can, and droidicas are vehicles. So you can't like, you can just park them in front of something and something can't walk through them like, cause it's a vehicle. Um, so it's like, I really think that this, uh, that they really like, that these tactical droids really unlock like a new archetype for droids in particular and that like you can run like a droidica like not focused but like you know 80 points is not a lot of is not a ton in a droid army especially if you're not taking a maul or a dooku so if you're talking about running something that's somewhat droidica focused or has them as a you know a, a relative relevant force is that going to be more of like a, a b1 maybe e5c line of like five of them next to it uh, probably with something like aggressive tactics, um, you can put link targeting arrays on some of the droidicas. So when they do get orders, they get aims. Um, and like, that would be a list that I'd be looking to plug a T series tactical droid in to manage my B ones. Like we said, like it basically for free, you get like six or seven orders off of that one. And then your, uh, your super, your super tactical droid can just like, handle getting the droid because the orders and also when they don't have orders overriding them and giving them free aims and free dodges for suppression and things like that so like all of a sudden that that four black single red like really hits a lot harder and it's suppressive and they also oh because they were given an aim and a dodge now they now you have to work through four shields and a dodge before you get to like before you get to their actual like wounds to their chassis yeah yeah it, it's like it's it's definitely something i'm like i'm looking at like now until i see a spider droid card i guess yeah. and we're definitely going to see b2s come into play with this yeah i mean we're already seeing b2s now through the removal of their ai with the t-series mm -hmm. and now that we have the option of say instead of running like four b2 t-series you can do two with and two without or even yeah. three and one you know we can play around we'll see how that goes out but override's really going to shut down their main factor mm -hmm. do you think these guys kind of bring the acms into play or is the hadroid with blast just 
too good, especially if you can ignore the AI attack when you need to. The price difference on the uh, the B two on the uh, the Ha and the and the ACM is a uh, pretty big. Uh, it's six points. The ACM has a better die pool and it doesn't exhaust. Um, you don't get blast. You don't get impact. It doesn't have keywords. But like, if you're like in a gun line, like I I really like it. But you're probably not spamming them because that's too much range too. You're probably only yeah. bringing like one or two. I think, and we've talked about anchor. this a lot lately. The especially with the impact on the ha. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in in where with buses proliferate, yeah. it's hard to quit. <laughs> um, it. It, yeah, it's hard to get get away from that. And blast is just brutal. Uh, I've Getting, been on the receiving end of that too many yeah, times. Yeah, if you get like a force user accidentally at range two with this yeah. gun up, like if they it, it, if they don't have a dodge, like they might just die. Yeah, like yeah. it's terrifying. They it's, do just uh, die. Yeah. yeah, it's I'm it pre- rolls I'm pretty so many sure nights. You, yeah. yeah, you murdered me. I, I, yeah. I, I some well, Invader League. Uh, Jedi list got murdered. <laughs> that wasn't what I was referring button. to, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think there was more than one shot though. It was like yeah. a couple, but yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, your gem cell. I'll take one wound on my multi yeah. wound. Models. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was that was yeah. sad panda day for me. <laughs> <laughs> to kind of wrap up the the droid section yeah. here, the super tactical droid pro- probably also via the B two unlocks a droid gun line that slots a Sith in via Maul or Cad oh, Bane sure. mm-hmm. because. Previously, some of the issues with getting a, an effective gun line and a, a force user or a, a cad bane like a bounty hunter into the CIS was you actually ran out of points because you had to do so much to get the, the B2s effective with the oh, twos. Sure. Now that we're cutting literally 80 points out of the list there, <laughs> you can fit in cad. You can still get the 11 activations. You can get maul at 10 or 11. So mm-hmm. now you can have that range shooting and you know have an actual line that stands up to some stormtroopers plus your your wild card running around so yeah. i think the droid gun line is going to be in a really good spot for for when these guys drop yeah agreed what about the clones that's what they do yeah i mean <laughs> but yeah, next, next star and when we say clone gun line there's really one that we're talking about and that's what's been colloquially known as rex star which is rex a generic four or five core r2 if you take the four core no r2 if you take the fifth and then three snipers it's 10 activations you can get it with a bid it's got five heavy weapons it does everything really well (laughs) but it struggles a little bit against some of the units that came out like the aa5 and the the t47 now but i wouldn't say it struggles but it's not the kit it's not like the auto it's not an auto win yeah it's not an auto (laughs) it's not like yeah that's that's struggling for a rec star player it is yeah (laughs) i've had to come to terms with mortality (laughs) no but i a rec star is still in a really good spot it's not gonna it's not gonna win you every matchup just by showing up to the table but you will be competitive in literally everything Mm -hmm. you play outside of maybe like a double t47 bombing run yeah and even then, if your opponent makes a mistake, you can capitalize. But yep. Yep. it's still yep. going to be there. It's hyper efficient. It's surprisingly cheap. You have no wasted actions. It's yep. really good. And it can still like lean on its like defense if it needs to, because you still have surges everywhere. You can still dodge. Usually, the clone commanders bring in vigilance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Enough said. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so. People have beaten that horse to death. We know. Mm-hmm. We know. Yeah, we know what it is. Yeah. Rexstar. Rexstar is as well known as like Wonder Twins was. At, at, the, at its height so yeah. yeah yeah and and nothing's changed that right now significantly rebels yeah let's talk yeah. about the rebels 
Um, we've probably got two options here that we can talk about with the Rebels gun line. One would primarily be focused on DLT captains, which Nick can speak to in a kind of like a quick battle report that we yeah. lost over earlier. But you also have something like the new Vet Heavies with their range four. Yeah. Let's start with the DLT captains and Nick. Do you want to kind of talk about how that works and like how it functions as a list? Because yeah. you ran into a brick wall of Rebels. I did. Uh, I played a game against a local the last week and uh, he I switched my A5 list to a droid list because uh, he didn't really want to play against. He plays against a lot of Rebels, so I obliged him. I decided to put Dooku and Maul on the table together, which sounded like nice. a whole lot of fun. Um, it's And a little B1 gun line behind it. Nothing, Nothing too fancy there. Um, he was running Leia, Sabine, Clan Ren, um, and then like four, uh, rebel troopers that had various upgrades, but two of them had DLTs, captains and situational awareness. Uh, Leia had vigilance and portable scanner. And basically, uh, we were playing payload. So at a certain point, basically these armies are just going to joust each other. They're just going to gunline each other. And I was like, well, I've got B1 heavies. Like I can take, I can take some wounds and then I'll put some wounds in and, uh, boy, was I incorrect. Um, <laughs> he had some he had some snipers. He got some he got a really good coordinated bombardment round one and some got some good sniper shots, took like five B1s off the table. Round two, his DLTs entered range four, got some got some nice wounds down on uh, on some B1s. And then round three, I kind of like dug in. I walked in and I was like, all right, we're going to fight now. And uh, I think I did two wounds uh, that round before my Sith Lords got in. And uh <laughs> Yeah, basically DLT captains that have multiple dodges and situational awareness, they uh that you have to hit them with like six dice to do any damage. Uh it, it was brutal. There was a medic around too, so medic brought some guys back. Uh I ended up losing the game um because ultimately Dooku and Maul couldn't kill Sabine uh mm. ever. Like they attacked her five times combined and uh, the, the she did not die basically. Wow. She took yeah, she took one wound each time Dooku attacked her. Or she took one wound each time Dooku attacked, and she took one wound from Maul over two attacks. Uh, it wow. was brutal, yeah. but ultimately I lost because like I miss I I basically misjudged the power of uh, DLT captains with situational awareness that have mm -hmm. two dodges attached to them. Basically, mm -hmm. uh, at the start of the round, uh, I seriously misjudged that, and it was uh, it was eye opening. And now it's something that I'm even looking at. Uh, because I own a bunch of DLTs and captains. And, uh, <laughs> there's probably like, I can, you can fit like four of them like that. And you can mm -hmm. fit like two officers with vigilance and portable scanner and uh, an AA5 with tactician to give them aims and other things. So it, it's like, yeah, it's real scary. I think that that list, like, I think a list focused around that. And I know people have talked about it. I know Orchimedes has talked about it a little bit mm -hmm. on Notorious Scoundrels before, um, but I haven't actually like seen it played because yeah. people don't think gun lines with rebels so uh but man it was uh it was really interesting and uh terrifying and eye-opening so yeah. uh, i think that that is a valid choice if you want to do something like that uh but there's also veterans with the cmo that's now range four yeah Keegan, you have a lot of experience with veterans so why don't you talk <laughs> about this i do yeah i do i played a ton i love I loved it when they they gave that range four option because uh, yeah. it gives that and it's you know it's four white dice and they're white dice but it's critical yeah. too so mm -hmm. uh, even just that gun alone can feel pretty good especially with an aim thrown in there um, I've often uh, I tend to run bets fully loaded when I run them uh, so I, I'll have the HQ uplink 
uh, the cop stack and the HQF link and um, offensive push at least usually to get um, recover efficiency with the HQF link. Um, I think that there's definitely a world now where you've got your vets with just the heavy and they can you, they can kind of create that that gun line uh, experience. Um, I've also seen them vets vets are. I don't think vets fit into a traditional gun line thinking, but as we've kind of redefined it, I think there's some really interesting kind of creative ways to do it. Uh, you've got, so you've got the way that I used to do it, heavy, fully loaded vets, heavy. The vet unit is often recover, move recovering, or once they're in position, attack recovering to so that you can recharge the HQ uplink so that you can yeah. keep orders on the, um, uh, the Mark IIs. Then there's the stripped down, but with the heavy vets, which I think can create an interesting gun line. And then there's, I've also seen a few no heavies. Uh, it's just the vets, a tech, and a HQ uplink, and the two Mark IIs. Um, and they're, they're actually creating kind of a hybrid yeah. gun line to fire support whatever the heavy hitters are, um, which can be which can be interesting, especially with some of the Rebel keywords. So... That's the three kind of varieties I see of, of vet gun lines. Yeah, I I will echo all of that. And then also add in, you even have like a double T-47 vet line as well. Mm-hmm. Because you can go three regular vet heavies, three Mark mm-hmm. IIs, a couple snipers, two, two airspeeders, and mm-hmm. get yourself into 11 and 12 activations. So mm-hmm. now you've got a gun line that's supported by airspeeders that you're fire supporting. So it's yep. there's definitely some options there. Yeah. Plus, it's Battle of Hoth themed. It is. It worked. Very much. Um, When we're talking about Rebels, we also have a number of different commander options that can go into, like, a gunline commander. And Mm -hmm. I think basically all of them are in a pretty halfway decent state right now. We've talked at length before about how Lando supports a lot of these guys through the the Mark II ace up your sleeve to, to trigger the fire sport and getting orders and such. Nick just kind of mentioned what Leia can do when it comes to like handing out dodges and keeping them going with vigilance and take cover. Cassian's more of a damage dealer, I would say. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not as much of a support commander for the gun line as much as he operates off to the side like an operative. Right? And he, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say he's really excellent at finishing off those units with that sniper rifle. Yeah. Um, and yeah. like sitting behind them, he's still able to issue orders. Unfortunately, his command cards do not really support a Rebel Core focused gun line no. uh, at all. So they don't do anything for him. So. <laughs> so, sometimes yeah. they can give him orders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Once. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. It's a lot into these buses right now. So he's probably more of an armor commander, weirdly. Mm, yeah. Which yeah. I guess kind of fits his theme, but anyway, off topic. We'll, we'll find out on the Andor yeah. show. Yeah, true. <laughs> and then the generic also functions pretty nicely because if we're talking something like T forty seven or double T forty seven, you don't need to put a triv on as a pilot. You yeah. could do like wedge in a hot shot or two hot shots, yeah. etc. And you know he'll slot right in there. He'll get some dodges out to the vets. You can also run a really cool gun line with operative luke and two generics that has two captain dlts two vets two mark twos two mm. snipers and then jedi luke it's yeah. 11 x see gnarly with burst of speed <laughs> our generics uh when you're doing a gun line our generic rebel officers pretty much coming with vigilance and scanner stapled on them now 
if you have the points, I would put Scanner on there, but I would say okay. at least one of them is yeah. coming with Vigilance. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the value that two brings. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah it's you, like, yeah, there's a good debate. Do you need two Vigilance on a list like that? Because uh, how often are I guess if you're running like four Rebel Troopers, sure, because then it's permanent nimble. Yeah, but if you're what, only running like two Rebel Troopers, you probably don't need the second because the others are most likely being spent. Right. It's yeah, true. I, I feel like if you're, we said this. I think did we do luxury necessity on vigilance last time, or have we? We have actually have not covered vigilance okay. there yet. Okay, mm-hmm. I, then it, it must have been some other conversation. I do feel like vigilance is vigilance is super strong on yeah. nimble uh, units, and that's where it really really shines. So yeah. if you're doing like your DLT captain um, gun lines, and you got four of those, then double generic with both with vigilance is. Is just like fantastic because yeah that nimble just it's a permanent extra dodge so yep uh it's it's more more questionable if you're doing some of these other more creative ones where you're not necessarily going to have the dodges i think that's right and last thing before we move on as you can probably tell we think the rebel gun line's in a pretty good state mm-hmm. the aa5s really help with that as well because an orthodox tactician just feeds that gun line aims we mentioned at the start with the definition that most gun lines spend their time aiming and shooting. Well, this one gets their aim no, for free <laughs> and then gets to move and shoot or yeah, take so a double aim if they're already in position. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, they're not suppressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a pretty, pretty nasty combination. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, it's like definitely on my like play soon list. But <laughs> see if I get around to it. <laughs> Shall we wrap up with the, Original redheaded stepchild of mighty, the Empire. The mighty Empire. Uh, <laughs> hey, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> He's full trader now, isn't he? Yeah. He is. <laughs> <laughs> he's on clones, has bought droids. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's gone. Yeah. Um, so there's probably two main gun lines that we can still talk about for mm-hmm. Empire that are competitively relevant these days. Um, you have the Iden 333, which is. Three storm, or sorry, three shores, three mortars, three ISF, and you have, I'll say T twenty one spam and whatever you want to fill around it. One of the, <laughs> the hot things that has come up for Empire in the last like three ish months has been the stormtrooper T twenty ones with the stormtrooper captain and the offensive push upgrade that he allows you to take. Yeah, it's six bodies. It's essentially surge crit on eleven dice or. Surge crit on ten die stormtrooper shots, so it's it's a lot of dice, and you're always making them save. But at the end of the day, you're still chucking a bunch of white dice that don't pierce. <laughs> so the good yeah. news with them is that they're not super expensive, and you can kind of fill in some interesting bits around there, like Vader or like an ATST in place of Vader. We've seen mixed results. I think the I think the downside of those lists is the downside of Empire in general, and that's just where it, it struggles against, um, frankly, other red save factions. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think uh, it gets blocked by Rexstar. Yeah, yeah. I played I played heavily against, or I played a couple times against one of these six body storm captain. I think we, I think he was using RG ninety sevens instead of G twenty ones, but it's a uh, against rebels and my white save. It is a dominating like mm-hmm. it, it's just this yeah. steady wave that. The, the really smart timing of when to pop that offensive push. It's going to give you a move into position, an aim shot. You got the bodies. You're not going to lose them all. Uh, so you're probably going to be able to aim shoot the next one too. Um, 
it's it's definitely something there. I think if the uh, some of the broader empire struggles are addressed, then um, we see some real good success. Of uh, I think this this stuff slits fits into a good uh, space very easily. Yeah, I'll kind of echo your point there. If you play in a meta that's predominantly white save, mm-hmm. um, both of these lists are fairly good. Um, if you're not running into clones or if you're not running into something that's like a mirror, um, it's they're going to do pretty well. The T21s really do eat up Wookiees and buses because they're yeah. forcing crits through. Yeah. Um, but, and then 333 does pretty well against armor as well. Um, but it, it is going to suffer a little bit with uh, some of the force users running around because there is no answer to any force user with burst of speed in that list. Yeah. Yep. So Empire is probably... The Empire gun line is situationally good and has some glaring weaknesses that we'll see if we can iron out in the near future. <laughs> yep. Shall we wrap up with our luxury and necessity series? Absolutely. Do you want to throw Vigilance into the list? I don't have it in the show notes. Sure. I, although I think I pretty much already said my pieces. We'll just do it really quick. I think right. Vigilance is a necessity when you have Nimble uh, playing around, and I think it's a luxury every other time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that, that wraps it up for me. Yeah. <laughs> I also think that it's uh, it's going to be a necessity in when you're running Kalani. You've got three slots. You've got the ability mm. to hand out badly. <laughs> it's like, what else are you going to take? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you're no, not going to max right. it out with anything else. You're, yeah. You've run out of useful upgrades at that point. Yeah. So I think it's it's a necessity on Kalani and on on vigilant, or I'm sorry, on, on nimble units like you mentioned and luxury everywhere else. Yeah. Or any like it's well, no, that's not necessity. No, we're let's continue. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's let's talk about an unspoiled or a spoiled upgrade into the fray. I like this. Uh, I like this upgrade a lot on a, on a conceptual level. Um, the super variable as to like when it's a necessity. I think. Um, I I think it could, there are some units where it could be a necessity for even um, even if they only are missing one surge on their surge chart. Um, but anytime you have kind of a no surge on the chart, it's it's almost definitely a necessity if you're getting close i uh i actually tried this on mall in that list i was talking about the uh, force user the sith lord list and uh i really liked it <laughs> yeah, uh, obviously like it's super example. good yeah he, he's, gonna be, he's gonna yeah. be in range one and he has he no rolls, surge he surging. rolls nine dice in melee it didn't help me yeah. kill sabine but i did have a lot of surge tokens that i spent <laughs> so it's like uh, it, tri- it triggered like you know like it yeah. triggers all the time so it's it's excellent yeah I, it's definitely I like- yeah, I, I like it on the force users because it it gives me that I'm not a good force user by any means. I'm I'm, I'm really a new force user uh, player, um, and it gives me that little extra confidence that I don't have to desperately figure out how to squeeze a dodge uh, into them to to be able to get the surge to surge yeah. to dodge surge to defend. So. Yeah, for me, and then for me, it's a luxury. Um, it doesn't auto go on to any of my units. The ones that I would consider it to be like highest on would be something like Maul or Operative Vader or Dubax. And mm-hmm. even then, I'm still competing with tenacity, competing with, you know, potentially endurance or offensive push, depending on your unit. Yeah. So I think it's a very good card, but I do think it's a luxury that at the end of the day, you can probably live without. Nick, what about on Wookiees? 
luxury. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm honestly not putting it on Wookiees. I don't think ever. Interesting. Like, yeah, okay. the idea of a surge to block is like great, but like oftentimes like they're going at something that has pierce anyway. Like I like pushing them toward like a force user or something sure. like that's big and threatening. So you get to chew through these 12 wounds. I just have so many anecdotal feels bads of, of rolling multiple surges on, on Wookiee or Chewy defense dice. <laughs> make sure you make sure you dodge first. Yeah. And then you yeah. can trigger your uh your dual list. Yeah. I'm gonna change the order a little bit for the last one because we're probably okay. gonna get contentious on it. Let's go to right. Saber Throw. Okay. I'll start here. I think if you're in an armor armor meta, Saber Throw is a necessity. Mm-hmm. But if you're not, I think it's a luxury. And I think that one's kind of borne out by the by the data that we've seen over the last couple of years. With buses and T forty sevens flying around, you need that impact yep. to Pierce too. But yep. without it, you know, there's a legitimate debate for choke or speed or barrier. Yeah, I dislike how often I have to put it on mall, I feel like. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just like want to so take choke, boring. man. Yeah, I know, but it's like I feel like, yeah, yeah. it's like the one time I need throw. <laughs> it's like I don't yeah. have it. But then I, la- it's like then I don't use it when I have it. But yeah, it's like a it's feeling a lot like force push lately. Yeah, I I love I love running push choke Anakin. Um, and in the last month and a half, I've almost entirely switched to uh, saber throw um, for Anakin lists. Uh, and it's just it, yeah, it, it's it's too powerful. Choke's awesome yeah. when it can do like it can just crush certain objective uh, based games. Uh, or heavies, but but throw just I think it's necessary for that kind of rounding out. Um, and yeah, when you have that relentless, yeah, I was gonna say I'm, I'm glad the, you brought that up because I actually think saber throw is always going to be a necessity on Anakin because of the fire support shenanigans and the the surge. That it's he so dis- yeah, how I, do you kill I, an A five in one attack with a saber throw? <laughs> Yeah, I, w- I wasn't. I, I hadn't been playing around with that as much. In fact, I I didn't run his two pip at all before. Uh, and now saber throws in, and two pip is probably, or I guess that, that's the wrong one. That's a surge crit. So not related to relentless, but yes, yeah. <laughs> getting relentless on him. You're, you're, I think you're spot on about the throw and the and the fire support shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say that the the necessity of throw has also added. Uh, okay, his two pip is a lot more serious consideration than over push. Um, mm-hmm. So that's an interesting follow-on effect from yeah, we'll bonus, bonus luxury or necessity. We'll have to find a way to talk about that at some point. Maybe uh, maybe when we do our... Because I'm going to play Invader League this season, so yep. maybe we'll bring yeah, our little group on for an episode and just do an Invader League prep, se- prep episode yeah. where we'll all go it's, over what we're playing. Yeah, it's list lock too, so we might as well talk about our lists. All right, you heard it here first, listeners. I'm going to make a promise I can't follow through on. And I'll hold him to it on like, having, <laughs> having him on turn zero lists. Yeah. <laughs> Let's wrap this up with the dark saber. Necessity. Nick? Uh... <laughs> I want All to right. give our answers before we dive into it, because we're going to yes. be on opposite sides here. Yeah. Uh, it's a luxury. It's a luxury. Keegan, why is it a necessity? Because I don't run Sabine without Courage Three Commanders, <laughs> except for that one time I did and I hated it. <laughs> um, it yeah, it I, I will caveat. Well, I I like it too much. No, it's a necessity. On, on that's a, for for how I like Sabine, it's a necessity. I'm not even I'm not even caveating it with Courage Three Commanders. I, so <laughs> I say I say it's a luxury, but like 
I almost always put it on Sabine before I play because I want it. But I know that like, I know that like nine, in like nine games out of 10, I've never used it. I've never like, or like I'll use Dauntless once. And then I'm like, yeah, that yep. 50 points was worth it because I got yeah. to Dauntless one time. It, it, like, it's it's a luxury like oh, Reigns are a luxury yes. to Zach. <laughs> <laughs> For me, just to finish my justification, it's it's a luxury right now because there's too many things that she doesn't want to be engaged with. And now you're paying mm. those 15 points to give yourself a little bit of protection on something that's still going to fuck you up anyway. Yeah. It's a shame because, like, she doesn't, like, she gets cool keywords from it, but she still has Gunslinger and she searched crit. Mm-hmm. So, like, you, like, you're wasting Gunslinger if you're, like, and you tend to get, like, greedy. Like, it's like, oh, I can go into melee here, so let me go do that, even though you probably shouldn't, right? Right. Like, I found in the days of, like, Krennic, when Krennic shorelines were the thing, I think it was a necessity because it gives her the dauntless to move around, especially with with Commander Luke. Like, you you talked about the Carnage 3 Commander, but she's also fine being in melee with a shore. She's a shore and mortar. She's probably going to one-shot with the Pierce of the Darksaber, so it's okay. These days, you're more worried about Wookiees you're more worried about T-47s and things like yeah. that, where the Darksaber just really doesn't do enough to make it worth it, because it's volume of dice yeah. and unmeleable. And that Darksaber, like, kept kept her alive, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it was terrible. <laughs> now, if you drop the Darksaber to, like, yeah. 10 points, mm. that might be uh, a necessity. But at 15, I still think it's a luxury. Because it's 15 now, right? Yeah, it is, yeah. I switched off the rebels when I got cut. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> yeah, it is. Up oh, there, you go, folks. We don't always agree. Yeah, no. <laughs> we actually argue quite a bit. You just yes. never get to see it. <laughs> we got to keep the show PG thirteen. Uh, we I, did not do that this time. By no, the way. I passed. No, there's, 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 there's either beeps or uh, or a warning going on this episode. Uh, it, it's marked. <laughs> no, the the whole podcast is marked for mature audiences. So it's okay, fine. good. All right, we're, I always we're cover good. myself. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> well i think that basically wraps us up for today speaking of covering um it's a little bit of a longer episode but we got to dive into a whole number of things so we've got invader league coming up like we mentioned so we're probably going to do a little prep episode next because by the time that we record i think we're only going to have one episode drop before signups and list lock is done yeah because we're I'll off be, next i'll week. be i'll be fine list lock, like calling yeah. it in our next episode we, we can talk about this then yeah we'll, we'll do that for the next yeah. episode um we're not going to record next week like normal so by the time that we actually oh yeah by the time we record, it, week, it will be it'll basically be due it'll be closed so yeah 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 no one no one can counter snipe us just in case that's happening. i mean if you just you play a game me, yeah. dm me i'll get yeah. we can play a game with my invader list yeah whenever you want yeah <laughs> i can i can uh and i can tell you folks that doesn't mean that you're gonna win that's exactly yeah. what happened nick and i played a game with our invader hey. list to prep uh the day that lists were announced oh, uh and we, we learned that we or groups were announced so we learned that we were in the same group and we were basically practicing against each other yeah literally like the next <laughs> hour it's like do we yeah. still play this game <laughs> Can you yeah. start fighting now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mike was trying to do a graceful finish to the podcast. Yeah, so as, always, that if, up, so. as always, if you guys would like to come on a turn zero list, or even if you want to come on to the show, feel free to send us a message. We're always cool with that. Yeah. Um, please come out and say hello when you see us at the events. Now that we've been back all over the country and especially locally. I mean, Nick and I are out at the 
the local game store is like literally every week except for today um because we're here so <laughs> we're floating around um and we will see you guys in a couple weeks thanks everyone. be ex- be excellent to each other uh be excellent because bx's are not excellent <laughs> but maybe they are, they are. <laughs>